Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we talk about Hallmark films from our two different perspectives, mine being the cynical cinephile. And mine being the hopeless romantic. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight we are talking about North to Home. Yes. Not uh, not east or west, but, <laughs> but north. But, but north. It's a great cardinal direction, north. Uh, it is part of the New Year New Movie selection that Hallmark is doing. This one is actually a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Uh, so I was fully prepared to cry. I had the tissue box right next to me and a large bottle of wine, fully ready for it. Yeah, um, I thought this one was going to be a tearjerker as well. It went hard on the mystery, I would say. <laughs> it did go hard on the mystery. Uh, not so much on the the tears. You didn't, but... you didn't cry? Not once? Um, I may have gotten a little misty at what one particular scene, okay. but uh, no, it was it was not uh, super sad for okay. me. Well then, let's go ahead and and dive in then, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. Is North to Home a movie that you would love to just pop on, sit down, watch full tilt, no stopping? Full tilt. Full tilt. Or is it one that maybe maybe you have it on in the background, you know, while you're perusing magazines about climbing in Alaska, or maybe you never want to see this movie again? Where where does this one sit for you? Well, Hamilton, um, <laughs> so as you know, we've been mentioning this one. I think in every podcast episode, that you have we, you've been mentioning it. Well, I have because <laughs> I was really looking forward to this one. I know. Um. It has two of my favorite actresses in it. And, you know, it was movies and mysteries. I usually mm -hmm. always enjoy the movies and mysteries. And so, yeah, I've been looking forward to this one. We kept putting it off because we wanted to save it for last. And sadly, mm. I have to say mm. that I I was disappointed in, okay. in this movie. To, now, to what point would you watch it again? Like, I need to know. We have a, we have a rating system for a reason. So th this is not to say, and obviously we'll get into it, that the performances were bad. I thought the performances were great in yeah. this movie. Uh, but as a whole, I'm rating it as a whole. Would I watch this movie again? I would not. Oh, man. It's a rare thing for you to not watch a movie again. A I rare know. thing. I was torn between a background and not watching it again, but, you know, I watch these movies m mostly for the romance. Right. And there was, there was very little romance in this movie. Mm -hmm. It was much more about, like, the sisters and their relationship yeah, and the sure. mystery, which is fine. You know, they did that in the, the other three sister movie that we watched um, every time a bell rings. So... I would have to say that it wasn't just that there wasn't the romance. Um, the overall tone of the movie was just a, was a bit weird for me. Yeah. But we'll get into it. What, it. what about you? Is this one that you would maybe have on the background or I already know you, it's not a, no, no, I, I don't want to, I don't want to see this movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> this one just did not do it for me. And, and I hate it because like you said, we have some of our favorite actors in this one. And it also is the uh, Hallmark directorial debut of Ali Liebert who I absolutely adore. Um, so a lot of hype around this one, a lot of expectations, and it, it just sort of fell for me. And, you know, I want to go ahead and say, you know, before we get into the technical, that 
it had nothing to do with the acting in this one. It, it really wasn't the acting. I think a lot of the, the issues with this film had to do with the script. So for me, you know, acting was good. I think the directing was good because the, you know, she pulled the performances out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, but the script just really fell flat. The, the, the entire thing just kind of didn't, didn't mesh for me. It didn't make sense. Um, it didn't feel like a Hallmark movie. Uh, which even movies and mysteries, it is didn't feel like a hallmark movie for me. Yes. So well. So let's talk about why. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we talk about the why, let's talk about the who and the performances right. that we did actually love and enjoy. Um. So we have the three sisters. Yes. We have a newcomer to Hallmark. We've seen her in Next Stop Christmas. Mm-hmm. We loved her in that. So I was so excited to see her again. Lindsay Fonseca, yes. who plays Posey. She she's quickly becoming one of my favorites. Yeah. One of my favorites. Uh and then we have, you know, the the goat, <laughs> Kimber- Kimberly <laughs> Sustad, uh, who plays Beth. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, if you listen to our podcast, you know we love her. Yes, we do. And we have an another sister, Hannah, uh, who's played by Erica Durance. Mm-hmm. I she looked familiar to me, but I, I haven't really seen her in anything. So she was a newcomer to me. But but yeah, I liked her. I thought I yeah, thought she did, I thought she did, she a, good did job a great too. job. Yeah. I, I honestly loved these three as sisters. I thought it was very believable that they were sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is I hard felt, to pull off. We talk about that all yep, the time. I felt their connection. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I thought all three of their performances were excellent yeah. uh, with what they were given and i think i do agree with you you know to a point that most of the issues i think were with the script there was just kind of like a i don't know it the movie almost felt like more dramatic than it was like than yeah it was, than it yeah. needed to be no they it seemed like the the this it seemed like they were like forcing the drama on us like forcing right the emotion instead of letting it us feel it with the characters the, the drama felt forced and whenever you do that, it it's just a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. And so I wasn't able to really connect because of that. Yeah. And, you know, it is always a little tricky when you have so many characters and that we each have the story. So we have the three sisters and then we have the mom also. Mm, so there's right. like four stories going on. Um, at times, it was a, a little confusing to me. And I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to like unravel it. Yeah. But I don't know that I loved the way it was done. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, going back real quick, I think the perfect example of, of the way it was done and sort of that, that forced feeling is in the very beginning, we have, you know, the scene of, we don't really know these characters yet, but a scene of people up on a mountain. And it, it was, from a technical standpoint, you know, it's hard to pull off a shot like this. You're going to need a lot of green screen. You're going to need a lot of, you know, effects for this. So in my in my mind, it's like, okay, knowing this, maybe we don't have this shot. Maybe we don't have this shot here. I don't know why they wanted this in the film. I don't think you need it. I don't unless they were trying to like hint at who the, the parents were, you know, a little bit more mystery here. I don't think you do this shot. You can just talk about the accident. We don't need to see the the beginnings of it, the rumble of it. You know what I mean? I, I don't how did you feel about that? But that, that shot just took me completely out of the film. There was a lot of green screen in this movie um, that did take me out of it. 
and but that in particular it just felt that so, it, scene it was, it was weird so i understood you know there's the picture she's looking at it and we automatically think well i mean the blonde is is their mother right this is who she has a photo with three girls in the blonde so when they like morph into this but even in, in, when we were watching we were like wait this and i was like oh this is a flashback right. they show you that so i thought that was a clever way so we knew okay this is who this is mm -hmm. but yeah, the scene in general, it felt like they were doing like close up, so you, so they were kind of hiding the green screen. It, it, it did feel a tad cheesy. Yeah. Um, for me. And I don't think you need it. I, I, I think you can get the point across. You can have that them talk about it. You know, like this, they talked about. You know, this is the 25th anniversary of the accident. You know, there has to be a better way to do it because it, it's just a lot of effects that aren't going to work and it's just going to fall flat. Yes. Um, and, but boy, was there, was that a twist? Like, yeah. I well, was they, actually shocked. Well, they were hinting at it because she called her uh, Suzanne. Right. She called her Suzanne instead. And she's like, you know, she's our mom. Like, so there was a little bit of a hint there, but it, it kind of flew over my head a little bit. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. So I wasn't looking for anything tricky. No. I mean, in my mind, I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe you know they're estranged and yeah. she just doesn't that's, call that's her mom anymore thinking. and even the kids reading the story you know that like, scene is what got me because i was like where because they were like oh i wish mom and dad were here or mom and dad you know aren't here and i'm thinking where where are they where are, they? Where are your parents <laughs> are they out to dinner why who's looking out for there you? was nothing in my mind that was like oh this is not their biological parents yeah um until they told us and that to me was a huge reveal so i was like yeah. props hallmark for doing it that way it was a little confusing getting up to it but then when i found out i was like wow that was actually like a shocking twist to me yeah that i did not see coming and it, i don't and i know there are accidents on mountains but this one just felt almost absurd that i i don't know it's just you have six people on a mountain four people perish two people miraculously survive I, it's like I wanted to know what happened there because it's just so wild that I wanted more information. I didn't get it. You know, you don't don't show it to me. Just explain what happened. Well, I, wait. I think it's only the one. I think Suzanne is the only one that got away. No, wasn't wasn't her husband up there? No, he was down no, there. No, he was not there. Oh. It was just two other couples. Oh, so she definitely. Is so it was their skills. parents, oh, gotcha, and gotcha. then the other couple, and she's the only one that got away. So right. yes, it is a little suspicious. Oh, oh are you tossing out? Some some horror mystery vibes. I are mean, being? Susanna's carried this with her all her life, and I'm not saying that she should or should not feel guilty, but I want to know like what really happened. And what really happened up on the Where mountain? was she? How did she get out? How did they not? If she was like, yeah. I mean, she was leading the expedition. Like, how was she the only one that got out if she was not leading them to wherever she was going? I don't know. More questions that we need answered. And that, and I was expecting them. It's like, okay, if you're going to show them on the mountain, I thought they're going to show them like finished up. I thought you'd, you'd have her walk down the mountain, you know, something to tell me what happened. Cause it is weird that she survives. It is weird. Um, they don't really dive into it. This is based off of a book. So maybe we'll get the answers there. Let's dig maybe in. we have to read the book to see what, uh, what actually happens uh i will say though you know we we mentioned the green screen they did have some nice location shots i mean this movie starts off we have some great b-roll coming in and we also you know in the very beginning 
we have uh, Posey, who's youngest sister, and Luke, who I'm not sure. They're kind of flirty. We don't really know who he is. Uh, but they're in this beautiful, like, wooded area. Like, I was so happy. I don't know about you, but it felt like winter and January. It felt like a January movie, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome to see. And there's, like, snow on the ground. There's foggy rain, like, beautiful trees. Like, I loved this setting. I wanted more of it. We get a little bit every once in a while, but it was just so gorgeous. It was beautifully, beautifully done. Oh, yeah. I loved the the woods shots. Um, I thought they were great as well. And... So you brought up Posey and Luke. And so this is where... This is, the, this is your romance. This is the romance for you right here. So yeah. So the other sisters are in established relationships. They're in marriages. So we do get, you know, a little there. I have to say that I especially loved Beth and Jason's relationship. Yeah. Uh, Kimberly Sustet and the uh, actor who plays her husband, uh, Matt Hamilton. I thought their, yeah, they got a Hamilton. Um, I thought their relationship was probably the most believable Mm. to me. I really felt like they were married for a while, you know, having like seeing like a marriage after they've had kids. And like, I found their story to be, I guess, like the most compelling to me or most relatable. Her being like a stay at home mom and wanting to go back to work. Um, and that that sort of marriage dealing with that. Yes, yes, I, I I think I agree to a point. I I didn't like him. Like to me, the whole I don't want you to go back to work. Very selfish. You well, know. no, 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 no. That he never said I didn't want you. He was confused because he he even says like he fully supports her. I mm. thought he was wonderful. Like he's like fully supportive of her, but he thought this is what she wanted. He was like when we talked about having kids, you said you wanted to be home with them. So now all of a sudden she's like changing her mind. So he's just sort of like taken aback. I, I think. don't know. I did not, I did not get supportive from him at all. I got very sort of controlling. I still want you to stay at home. I'm, I'm having fun at work kind of deal. Like to me, it seemed very selfish of him. And maybe I was just looking too hard much into it. Maybe I missed something, but that's just, that's just my take on it. No, I thought he was wonderful. I was like, oh, what a, like an amazing husband. Like, because he does, he is like fully supportive. And I think when you actually see where his main concern is, it's who she's going back to work for. And even her sisters show concern about it also, because it's a woman that she despised and like did not enjoy working for Mm -hmm. and who caused her a lot of like stress. Um, And, you know, it seemed to be like a very toxic environment where she worked. So I think that is maybe where his sort of like hesitancy was coming from at first. But then once they talk about it and stuff, like I felt like he really like, oh, this you want to go back, we'll make it work. So that's how I looked at it. I don't know. I'd I'd love to hear from some of our, our listeners what they thought about this relationship, because this just felt a little off to me. But I will say those two kids. Oh, my goodness. Most adorable kids I think we've had in Hallmark in a long time. They just melted my heart on every scene. Like the scene with like the cookie and she's like, I'm a cookie. Like I was dying inside. It was just absolutely adorable. Yes, they were adorable. I loved the scenes with them. Maybe that was also another reason why I liked that sort of like family dynamic. But back to Posey and Luke. So this is the one relationship where, you know, it would be like your typical Hallmark we don't really have a meet cute in this movie because they already they've met they've met they're, they're in the, already they're in the woods we they're already the hanging woods. out so you know when we when we meet them like our meet cute with them in the movie it was a little 
this relationship I th- I feel like felt the most forced to me. I didn't feel anything between these two, so I wasn't really rooting for them. I didn't there I didn't really feel the chemistry between them and it was it was a little odd like when we meet them in the woods and you know he's saying like you want to go grab a drink and she's like, "Oh, well it's a little early for a drink." And he's like, "Well, I just meant coffee." But it is odd when you say you want to go for a drink. I mean, I, I'm thinking yeah. some margaritas. At, yeah, you, know, you don't say you don't say you want to go for a drink when you mean coffee. You say you want to go, go for, for coffee. coffee. Yeah. Um, and then then she immediately says something about, oh, well, people are going to be talking about us dating, and then he seems like weird. Like it didn't seem like he was into her. Well, like, it was just the very first, odd. It was odd because this is the first time we're meeting these characters, so we have no idea who they are to each other. Right. Um. So there's no establishing there, and it was it was odd. Um. And again. Just the dialogue was a little weird here. It just it didn't it didn't feel right to me. The, I mean, yeah, the relationship felt a little forced at times. It, it felt kind of like you know she's this you know uh, you know she's this person trapped in this town, and this you know this dashing traveler comes in, and she just is it's looking for a way out. That's kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah, I think she was intrigued by his job, and then he Ex- traveled, yeah. and he's kind of doing what maybe she would want to be doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't feel like there was just this like burning great- passion. <laughs> No, no, not at all. I, I will say though, you know, talking about some of these characters, I for me, Posey and Beth, I, I think were absolutely amazing. You know, all the sisters, they, they felt like sisters to me, all the the good times and bad times, the drama they have. Um, but Posey and Beth together was just an absolute delight, especially in the beginning when Beth comes home mm-hmm. and she's kind of joking with Posey about Luke and oh, let's go meet, you know, that whole thing. I absolutely loved it. They felt like sisters. There's a lot of like sisterly contact between them, like you know, getting close to each other, uh, arms locked, you know, walking back to the house. It felt so natural to me. I big fan of those scenes. Yes, I agree. Those were uh, my favorite scenes as well. Uh, I guess the the more lightheartedness, which, you know, I know Movies and Mysteries is going to bring the drama. But like I said earlier, I just felt like the drama just seemed forced. Yeah, it just seemed too dramatic for me. Like it didn't, I don't know. It, I, it felt like the whole movie, I was just waiting for some like big thing to happen. And Are you saying never... that four people dying on a mountain isn't a big thing? Is that what you're saying to me right now? Because that is a huge, <laughs> huge deal. No, I'm not saying that that isn't dramatic enough. Honestly, I feel like it was almost a little too dark for Hallmark. Like it, it almost made me laugh when I heard what had happened yes. because I was so like taken aback that, this was actually what had happened. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's what it was. It was like so it was like so the complete opposite of like Hallmark that I just didn't even know like what to do with it. Yeah, um, that's a, you know, that's a great way to say it. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that. It was just too much. Didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, in all honesty, I'm sure this is something that does actually happen and it's very tragic. But in this particular movie, it just felt I don't know. It just felt like unbelievable to me. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm, I'm sure, you know, tragedies like this do happen. Uh, but in a Hallmark movie, it just just didn't fit for me. Yes. But as far as the sisters, yes. Um, I thought, yes, Beth, the Beth and Posey scenes were wonderful. But there also were some. Oh, there was a really nice scene with Posey and Hannah. Uh, that I really liked when she ends up telling her when they're in the cafe and she Hannah tells Posey that she's pregnant. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought that scene was really great, and I loved seeing the different um, the different sort of dynamics between the sisters, like mm-hmm. how we see Posey with Hannah and Posey with Beth, and then Beth and Hannah. Obviously, they've had a bit of a strained 
uh, relationship, which I didn't quite fully understand why it was so strange, like so strained. I know that, you know, she's canceled on them a lot, but they don't live like near each other. Um, I, it seems like they do live near each other because she was going to the, the kids play. So I'm assuming they live within like, let's say an hour's drive. So it was strained. It was a strained relationship because, you know, Hannah never hung out with them. And we find out why is because, you know, Beth's little girls reminded her of Posey and, and Beth as, as kids and all the memories of, you know, Hannah having to take care of them and deal with the, the loss of their parents and stuff. So it was just too painful for them. That's why she kept pushing away from uh, Hannah or that's why she kept pushing away from Beth and the kids. Yes. And that scene was very emotional yeah. and it, it made me understand it a little bit better. But even still, like the kids are like, what are they like? Four and five, five and six. I don't know. I don't know kids. kids. Ages. They might be 20 for all I know. I have I no know. idea. No idea. But I'm like, you've really like neglected seeing them for this long. Well, I only know only when they're that age, though. That's what it seemed like. So when they started to get the same ages as Posey and OK, and Beth, so it's, maybe it's a recent, recent. Yeah, strain. I think within the last we'll say year or two because they hadn't all been together for five years. OK, then. Yes, that makes yeah. that makes more sense because I'm like, wow, I, I mean, know. But it's like a throwaway line. You barely hear it, you know, and so. But um, yeah. And that scene where they're in the bar and they're talking, I thought the performances were amazing. Yes. Yes. But. And if I'm going to throw a little technical at you. Okay. Let's let's hear this. This whole scene, and correct me if I'm wrong, I felt like most of it was like dubbed over. Yes. And that's one of the technical things I wanted to talk about is we have really bad, uh, you know, voiceovers and dubbing and just not great sound mixing uh, for this film. And it, it hurts. It hurts when you have these emotional kind of moments here. Um, you know, they're in a loud bar, I guess. And so they had to, you know, redo their lines and, ah, man, you hate it because you really want the, you know, the original voice of that scene for these sort of emotional, powerful scenes. Yeah. And I mean, they did so well that this is actually the scene that I got a little misty at because when Hannah is telling Beth the reason why she, you know, has been staying away, like it really got to me and I thought she did a great job, but it a part most of that scene did kind of like it could have been better because of all of the dubbing but i was so confused why didn't you just decide to put this in a different location like this is like the big pinnacle like emotional scene towards the end and it's in a bar with like a lot of noise and like they had to dub it over it just didn't make sense it was it was a little weird um yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, they, they left the house because of the whole Luke reveal that, you know, he was really there for the story. And yeah, uh, what a, a plot whole, twist. Which is a whole Luke, other thing. Luke was an evil spy I mean, I travel kinda, I started writer. getting that, that sense towards the end. He started, you know, coming off a little sus. I play a lot of Among Us, so I know what sus looks like. <laughs> that was a crazy story, too, because you would just tell them who you were. There was no need for secrecy. That that whole plot point didn't make sense. So they're at the bar. Um because it just needed to get away. And I guess this is where you go. Um, you know, it was kind of like a, a safe place for them all to be. But from a technical standpoint, you're going to run into issues. And I, I guess they did. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Like, if you wanted to find these people and see what happened, just show up and be like, hey, I'm the son of the other couple. Tell me what happened. Like, exactly. I've been exactly. looking for There's, you. I mean, I think they would open up. I mean, that's, that, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't. It's just kind of wild to me but i mean that was you know that was kind of the the conflict of the film 
the big moment, you know, the, you know, we call, talk about the, you know, the ridiculous act eight conflict. And that was, that was it. Um, um, it was a little interesting though, that I was thinking, you know, if Suzanne had also taken him in since she took in the other kids, then Posey and Luke would have been brother and sister. Oh, mm, no, it's not even, it's not even think about it. She couldn't, <laughs> she could, well, that's the other thing too. Like I, she said, she couldn't look for him because she, do, do you remember what she said there? Like that whole scene. Oh like, yeah. So she says that she couldn't do it because she just w- she couldn't face him. But I'm like, but you took you, in these other kids, three and kids so, that you face every day. So and you left this poor boy on his own. Like, where did he end up? Like, I she didn't care to know. I just thought, yeah, that was that was a little strange. Um, it, it just the story just didn't make a lot of sense to me. And I think that's where I just kept finding things that I was just like, what? Like. It just, yeah, a lot of plot holes, and so it just kind of left me feeling like I, it was hard to to believe the whole story in general. Yeah, yeah, and even you know we had some missteps on technical that we talked about. Um, we you know we do have a lot of wandering camera. You know we we talk about this a lot, uh, where the camera just kind of wanders around a little bit to try and create some some action, some interest, and. It ends up just not not working a lot of times, and we had a, a lot of scenes where the camera just moved to move without any sort of motivation. You always want to have the camera motivated. The camera is supposed to sort of direct your eye to where you're supposed to go, it's supposed to help with the story, and this camera just did not do it for a lot of scenes for me. I do, uh, on a positive note, want to shout out. Please, bring some positivity Anna's husband adam who was played by matthew james dowden yes who i really enjoy and i was just so i'm so happy when i see him in a a not bad guy role (laughs) um because they like to put him in the bad guy role or like the the other guy he's british they always have the the british uh yeah but he he did such a good job as like the nice uh, husband caring understanding husband i actually really enjoyed their uh storyline as well of them deciding that they weren't going to have kids and then her being scared to tell him that she's pregnant now and then like his response i love the scene where they're at the airport and he's like sticking his tongue out at the little boy like you you sort of already get a sense of like he's kind of maybe in the back of his mind I'm maybe ready, yeah. saying yeah i would want kids so i just i thought their relationship was really sweet too and again i love seeing him as a, a nice good guy yeah and he was great with uh the father as well i love their sort of cute oh the chess relationship yeah. yeah and this the whole family dynamic of everyone together you know it wasn't for the holidays but you get that sense of everyone when everyone coming kind of coming together and Certain family members would veer off with others, and I like the action of that. That felt to me very familiar of just having a big family all together. So there, again, there were moments like that that really kind of hit home for me. But yeah, just just a miss, and it it breaks my heart, guys, because we love these films. And uh, January has not been strong for Hallmark in our opinions. Like we we've had a lot of misses. So yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what it is. Well, actually, I have a theory about maybe why this January's movies have not really hit home for us i have a theory do you want to hear my theory let me hear it so i think the issue is and this is going to sound crazy it might be sort of a conspiracy hallmark theory i think it has to do with the wedding veil okay so just hear me out right so if hallmark has a certain amount of budget for each section of films right they're going to have okay you know x amount of money for the uh christmas ones x amount of money for you know loveuary and then x amount of money for january they decided to do this big trilogy of films for January, February. I think it cost them a lot of money 
and they had to, s- to skimp basically on some of these other films. And that's technically speaking why some of these fell apart for me. What do you think? What do you think about that theory? That they spent so much money on the wedding bill because they're pushing the wedding bill so hard. I mean, they go to Italy. They travel everywhere. They're going to Boston. Yeah, they're going to Boston. I mean, they're going everywhere. I I think they spent so much money on the wedding bill that these other films hurt because of it. I mean, I say that's a good a good a theory as any. There you go. There you Um, go. Because I've just I've just been so disappointed. And like we guys, you you know us. We love these movies, but. Just lately, it just hasn't been doing it for us. I really think we should start like a side podcast called Hallmark Conspiracy Theory. Ooh. Oh, man, that'd be great. Would you guys <laughs> tune into that Hallmark Conspiracy Theories with Hamilton and Stephanie? <laughs> I mean, it very well could be. Who knows? But yeah, the the January movies were severely lacking for for me as well this year. Right so. now, Butlers and Love I is mean, at the top. I mean, you heard it here, folks. That's, that is our favorite movie of January. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't see the other two, so maybe they could have topped it. But, but Butlers right and now, Love, Butlers is uh, looking yeah. pretty good at the top. Yeah. And, you know, this movie, I felt, had good intentions. And uh, like I said, the performances were excellent. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed, you know, these actors, but yeah, it was just, uh, it fell a little flat, you know, going into towards the end, the whole point of the movie was Suzanne's 60th birthday party and, you know, some, some birthday Suzanne had, right? What a birthday. What a birthday. She, (laughs) I mean, talk about worst birthday ever. Well, really every year because it's, you know this tragedy happened oh on goodness, her birthday. Right. So she has to relive it every year. Oh, man. Um, but this one, I, it felt in particular was maybe a little harder. <laughs> they don't for, even get cake. They don't even get cake. No. And then her own kids run out on her because to of the, the whole bar. Luke they go to fiasco. the bar. Uh, and then they're like, you know, they're like, oh, mom, sorry. We didn't get to, you know, do cake and open any presents. We just ditched you. Um, <laughs> and went to the bar. she has to face, you know, the Luke, the son of the other couple that was killed. And, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of drama, mm. a lot of heartache for her on her birthday. And then her own kids, you know, come all this way to be with her and then leave in the middle of it. Shame, so, shame. Poor Suzanne. If being, you know, if having that crazy survivors, if having that survivor's guilt wasn't enough for her, I mean, come on. Yeah, and then they, you know, have like a, a 2.0 version where they Which sort was of nice, you know, redo it. And Luke and, and Posey, you know, work it out. Again, kind of weird. They're, guess they're madly in love yeah. somehow. Um, <laughs> but uh, again, did not feel that romance. I, I'm not even going to ask you about your, your kiss of me. I'm not rating. I'm not rating the kisses. <laughs> there were a bunch of kisses throughout with the married couples and then the kiss at the end. If you want me to rate Posey and Luke's wet campfire i'm sorry you know kimberly sustad is a good kisser so i will say the best (laughs) kisses were with her uh beth and jason if i if i have to give a positive there but uh yeah as a whole no i would not watch this one again it did fall short i was very disappointed yeah but great job to the actors they they did wonderful yes yes they did but that's that's about it for me Yep, yep. So we're ending uh, January on a, on a down note. We're sorry, guys. Uh, please let us know in the comments if you like this film. Maybe we're wrong. I don't. I don't think we are, but maybe we are. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your opinions. Um, you know, like like we always say, we love talking to you guys. You know, you keep you keep us going. You really do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is. Like we're just 
Whew, it's it's been it's been rough though. Every movie I'm like, oh, maybe this one yeah. is gonna hit it for me, and and then it doesn't. But uh, we do have the other Wedding Veil movies coming Let's up. Let's do so it. Let's get it. We're we're ready. We're ready for some for some unveiling. Ooh, Ooh I like that. That's yeah. Nice. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Yes, thank you.